When you know and feel and act from your own heart, your very presence generates harmony, and that's what this is all about. Generation of Harmony shares perspectives, tools, and guidance so humanity can live in harmony with all of life. I'm Carrie Lake. For being here. Jim, hi. Thank you for connecting and I'm happy to see you. And hello to everybody at um, Project Positive Change as well. It's awesome to be able to share with you guys over there as well. And um, it's uh, right now, I don't, sensitive people, I am with you completely. There's so much moving and changing on the planet and in people's, when I'm saying on the planet, what I mean is in people's hearts. More than ever, um, I can feel that humanity is really actually noticing the opportunity to do things differently now. And talk about a gift from all of the political stuff going on in even all the atrocities, everything that's really not pretty and not okay, look at the opening that's coming from all of that. Look at how many people are willing now to look differently in life and who are willing to connect differently, who, are, who have the courage now to stand up and say, you know, we're not going to do it that way anymore. Even one person doing that is amazing, but there are thousands and millions of people and each of them, each of us, no matter what the conversation is that we're having, whatever the words are that we're having, when you let yourself really truly listen, everybody that is talking about doing things in a different way there's a commonality among all of them, and that commonality is the heart. That commonality is that part of humanity that we are all part of. Hello, you look in the mirror, can't deny you're human. I tried. I tried. I looked for hooves and feathers and fur for a number of years, and it, I didn't find it. So we're part of humanity, and we have the ability to listen and feel on behalf of all of humanity and to the commonality among all of humanity that is very much the heart. Most of us are, are taught that communication is something that kind of happens to us, right? That you learn to sit and be quiet and listen so that you can reproduce what you've been told to be. And the truth is, is that that's actually, I mean, that is communication, but who being alive is being in communication with life. It is life happening through you and talking about communication, learning communication is, is something that we're taught we have to learn. Communication is already happening simply because you are alive. 
So to me, what makes sense and always has is let's look at where it's already happening. Let's get well-versed. Let's become familiar. Let's be intimate with our ability to sense and feel communication. Now, to sense and feel communication means being willing to feel myself, being willing to be available to what's actually happening, what I'm actually sensing, what I'm actually feeling. And it's, that's just a really, really different way to go than what we were taught, which is sit down, listen, pay attention, do what you're told. So when I'm having these conversations and sharing these things with you, consider that even while um, communication is innate, it can also feel unfamiliar. It can also, to the mind, seem like, well, I've never been taught that. I don't know how to do that. Right? So just let's honor that. The mind may have this thought and this opinion and this whole list of thoughts that says, I don't know how to do that. I can't, I can't find that. I can't see that. So let's just honor that and not expect the mind to do what it doesn't know. Instead, let's continuously guide the mind and show it where to find where the real communication exists, and that is happening through, through and as you because you are alive. Now, of course, for thousands of years, there have been modalities and teachings and meditations and seeking that all lead to this, that all lead to self-awareness, that lead to our ability to be in the present moment where all of this stuff is happening. And all of that is great, again, for the mind, to give the mind an idea how to find these things. Because the mind was taught it has to find them. The mind was taught that this information comes from outside of us, toward us. Recognizing your innate ability to listen and to be in communication is about recognizing where it's already happening. There's an assumption you get to make that, that life is already communicating with you. Now let's ask, how can I tell? How do I feel that? It's about being on an exploration to see what your own heart feels like. An exploration to be aware of the intensity and different intensities of how it feels when I'm connected with that person. How it feels when I have a phone call from my parents. How it feels when I am in a situation where I don't know the outcome. That's all communication, very, very simply, and your willingness to just acknowledge it as that, as information and communication, as life communicating to you, that's the beginning of recognizing where 
you are already connected with the whole universe. So, in a way, we can consider that technology. And the reason why I like to play with it that way is because you look at human history. And human history, in human history, the greatest periods of evolution have come with advances in our ability to communicate with one another, right? So, um, if, uh, postal services, ability to carry little bits of communication from one location to another. That opens the way for people to connect, share ideas, and plan new things together. Look at the telephone, the, the te uh, de 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 telegraph, right? Telegraph, and then telephone, and then television, and then we have the internet. Well, of course we're going to continue to create, you know, physical technology outside of us, and how awesome is that, so we can play with each other this way. But at the same time, I wonder how many people are recognizing that this physical technology doesn't happen unless we are using our innate human technology. We don't create these objects with a wave of our hand, although that's using our innate technology too, but our awareness and our bodies together are truly a technology that brings life into form. Now, we don't have to look at it that way. It's just convenient to use the language, okay? So I'm just going to roll with the language because when we're talking about etheric principles and we're talking about communication with all of life, we pretty much need metaphor. So I'm just going to use the language and the technology of metaphor because it helps to communicate what it is I want to share. And when I'm using the analogy and the metaphor of technology, to me, when I'm using it, it feels true. There's a sense of ease in my body. There's a sense of um, wide open space to keep going. So that's why I use these analogies. And the reason why I'm spelling it out for you is to help your mind have a, a new way, perhaps, to look at this idea of communication, to help the mind have, a, perhaps, a little more flexibility in what it will accept under this heading of technology. Now, it's funny because I, I can hear my friends um, who know me uh, <laughs> say, Carrie, you're getting kind of heady. That's all kind of heady stuff. Well, yeah, because you got to talk to the mind sometimes. And you got to help the mind understand sometimes and, and give it terminology because that's how it's been taught. That's what it needs, what it thinks it needs. But the whole reason we use the heady language is to help the mind connect dots so that the mind has a, an awareness 
of this thing we're calling senses. Using metaphor like technology that is so prevalent in the world, you know, and there's so much conflict about it. Technology is wonderful. Technology is ruining the world. All this stuff. Well, it's that's all mind candy. That's all words and language and ideas that hook the mind and hook the mind into thinking, oh my gosh, now I have to be aware of this, now I have to pay attention to that, and this is good and that's bad, except for this and except for when that, you know, and it just is insane. There's a lot of insanity. Just acknowledge that. So rather than fight the insanity, which is, again, what we're taught to do, rather than fight the insanity, let's just acknowledge that the mind really actually needs some terminology. The mind needs uh, concepts. That's how the mind works, right? It compares things. So we're going to give it this concept that um, awareness plus body is technology. It's a, well, let's call it a spiritual technology. Let's call it a life technology. But when we play with it again in relation to the fact that evolution of humanity skyrockets when together we apply new technology for communicating with one another, then taking a look at the mind awareness plus body as technology, it starts to kind of kind of open the way to this idea that communicating with one another from the heart, showing up genuine, having the courage and the willingness to free yourself from all of the insane conflicts, right? Let's not deny that they're there. They're there. But the willingness and the courage to free yourself from all the insane conflicts is an an action toward using our innate technology to connect with one another from the heart. And what if, what if the next huge boom in human evolution is all about using our innate technology to communicate with one another? So just consider that for a second, you know? And then the mind goes, oh, that, yeah, great, Carrie. How are you going to teach the whole world that? How, you, how you, somebody in the middle of the Congo forest is going to communicate with me with their heart? Um, yeah. It actually happens all the time. It's just not everybody is available yet to be aware of that level of communication. And most people's minds have this expectation of what should or should not be communicated, what's relevant, what's not relevant. When we start uh, playing on a level of uh, really using our awareness to communicate through and from and as the heart, We start noticing a different priority, a different um, 
range, I guess, of information that seems relevant. You know, if I'm communicating, so, so say I have this job and I'm a manager at a corporation and my life is defined by the walls and the cubicles and the, um, the paperwork and the conversations within that building. Well, the information that I consider relevant is, you know, going to be within a, a certain bandwidth, right? But if my priority is living with a wide open heart, and if I have a sense that my life is a contribution to the whole of humanity, well, then information that seems relevant to me, it might take on a different tone. It might not even need paperwork. Oh, crazy. It might not even be limited to our species. But it starts with even one person's willingness to start to become aware of the information provided by your innate technology. And this is communication. So again, a lot of words, I know I'm, I use a lot of words, right? But it takes a lot of words sometimes because talking this way, relating to ourselves in this way, is still what I'm finding, the more I share about it, is still um, new hmm, to people. Even, you know, thousands of years of, of spiritual seeking and teaching and learning and expanding and, and even with all of the conscious movements that are happening right now, there's still a lot of um, boxes happening within which information is deemed to be relevant or, or not. And until, often until the mind is clued in to recognize that this information that I may not even have words for is actually quite relevant. So it starts with individuals being willing to become intimately familiar with how their own instrument, their own technology provides connection, communication, and information. Playing with it that way, because it's so heady, <laughs> it can really help the mind. It can really help the mind, like find a linear path and, and say, aha, relevant information, ding, data. When, um, in, in this, again, this is just what I've sort of found um, surfing various spiritual teachings and various uh, modalities in healing. And it's, it's actually why, it's the whole reason why modalities exist is to give the mind a, a framework within which it can understand this whole energy thing, right? Because the mind can say, oh, energy, right, sure, I know what you're talking about, frequency, mm -hmm, good, I know what you're talking about. But then when you ask somebody to f actually feel their own body, so often, and it's kind of a crack up, so often people say, well, I don't feel anything. When really there's all of life moving through the physical body and when the awareness is tuned, when the awareness is brought to what's being sensed in the physical body, there's 
um, universes, beyond universes of information that previously just went unnoticed because it wasn't considered relevant. Or it was only, it's often what people feel in their body is only considered relevant if it's also considered a problem, right? It's relevant if you break your arm. You got to go get some help for that, right? Or it's relevant if you're, you're overcome and you're doubled over with sadness. Because those are problems and they need to be fixed. But what about the information that moves through your body that says, yes, this is the direction I'm going, right? Many of us that are in this conversation do pay attention to that. Right? Because our hearts are open. And we have said absolutely unequivocally yes to this journey of sharing an open heart. So there are many of us who are listening. And to that group of people, I say there's so much more. Keep going, keep going, keep going. And the more you're, you're, the more intimately you're willing to know your own technology, the more available you are, the more accessible you are to all of life, to divine orchestration, to connections with the hearts of people on the other side of the planet who might be surfing the same waves as you. And maybe you haven't connected in the physical yet, but you can feel one another's hearts once the mind has the idea that communication through the body is actually relevant. Communication with all of life is happening 100% of the time. Now that doesn't mean like my job is to be able to repeat it all back to you, right? There's no test. That's the good thing. Tests or made up by people in order to measure other people. And that's fine. It's gotten us lots of places and I'm not gonna diss it. Although I really didn't enjoy it and still don't. I could tell you about college one day, which was not fun for me at all. <laughs> it took me 17 years to finish my degree because I did not enjoy the way they wanted me to learn. It so did not work for me it so did not work for me that I was so full of frustration and anger because the questions I wanted to ask were not answerable by the textbooks. And they could have been in a discussion, right? With two people coming together and, and playing in an exploration of thoughts and ideas especially if those two people were coming from their heart. Today we call it brainstorming with um, like minds. But um, universities are not set up for students necessarily to go brainstorming with like minds. It's more set up for you to do, you know, chemistry 1A before you're expected to understand anything about chemistry 202. But there are some of us who have access to our ability to listen, our ability to communicate, where 
chemistry 202 is actually more relevant to our understanding than chemistry 1A. More and more, we're going to see people, I mean, this is the whole thing about ADD and ADHD, and, you know, of course, it's not that simple, and I get that, but there are humans watching and listening to life in different ways now, where an industrial age education model is not getting it done. It is no longer relevant, by and large. What's more and more relevant is one's ability to feel, one's ability to sense, one's ability to recognize what is an emotion, what is clarity, what is presence. Communication with all of life happens at a level of presence. And if that, this is my favorite part actually, if your only priority, if you made the priority, not the highest priority, but the priority, your awareness of your own presence moving through, the, through your body, then every bit of relevant information comes to you, no matter what your context is. And it comes to you because you are accessible to life at that point. Now again, the mind is taught, here's what's important, here's what's relevant, memorize it, repeat it, get a good grade, and you get to advance according to somebody else's system. So again, it's gotten us lots of places, so let's not diss it, let's not judge it, but let's recognize that humanity's evolving, and in our evolution, Communication is more about listening than it is about regurgitating. And so, helping the mind understand that this sensation of presence is relevant opens the way for the mind to see different data, different information, different connections walking around in everyday life. There's a, 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 maybe you're familiar with the term of a shift in polarity. And not everybody um, plays with this language or these concepts, but one of the concepts in spiritual evolution is a, a shift in polarity on the planet, meaning that um, the, the magnetic poles, the magnetic high energy centers on, on our planet change. There's terminology for it and all that, and I don't know that terminology. I just know the sense of it, right? But in a shift of polarity, basically you're saying what was once moving in this direction is now moving in this direction. What was relevant in this way before is now relevant differently now. So in our evolution of communication, it really was, for a while, very, very relevant for humans to learn how to build machines, how to be linear, how to put one foot in front of the other, how to um, interact with each other according to these set systems that were created in the outside world, outside of us, that helped 
build the whole reason why we have this physical technology that lets me, you know, share the videos. That's all of us, share the videos. But there is a shift in polarity now that's changing from figure out how to build your outside world and the polarity is shifting to say, you know what's actually kind of relevant is what we sense within our senses. Going from use your senses to navigate the outside world to use your senses to understand what's actually relevant to you and what, help, what works for you so that you can take yourself into the outside world. Now, your awareness, and again, I call that presence, right? Feeling your life force, feeling your presence moving through your physical instrument provides all the navigation you require. It's just a little unfamiliar to a species who's been looking outside of themselves for millennia to divide and conquer. Well, humanity and the internet actually, yay internet, has provided the technology so that we can connect with one, one another on the outside. The next evolution is very much about having an intimate awareness of your innate technology so that your communication can be in uh, harmony, in connection, in alignment with what is common to us all anywhere on the planet, which is the heart. Now again, this is where I want to give the mind some context about what the heart is. Because with so many teachings, you know, I can, there's lots of minds that say, like, again, yeah, that's great, Carrie. Or I know what the heart is. And, and there are some minds that are like, yes, 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 yes. Right? But then you put that same person who knows, yes, it's all about the heart. You put them among their family, you know, who they lived with as a child. And maybe their heart closes down. There's, there's a whole level of awareness and connection and intimacy with feeling the communication of life through your own body that is the next tremendous evolution for humanity that will take humanity into the really truly one of the fastest evolutions we've ever experienced because we're no longer looking outside of us for the objects that will help us communicate with one another. An evolution of technology is knowing the communication through your own instrument. And it begins with the courage and the willingness to notice how your body actually feels. And then when you notice how your body actually feels, to start to ask questions like, okay, well, show me more about that. And it comes with the courage and the willingness to forego the judgment on emotions. Having emotion, I mean, the moment we start looking at what's going on in our body and how our body actually feels, 
can pretty much promise you you're going to have emotions bubble up. Why is that? Because in our defense and looking to create things in the outside world, we often have, I mean, you, you, you're never not having communication of all of life moving through your body, but when the mind decides that these outside things are relevant, then things that we're actually feeling on an energetic level get stuffed away in our body. So like for me, I ha my spine was super crooked and you can still kind of see evidence of it, you know, through my shoulders, especially when I get tired. But, but having so much focus on the outside world left my body to cope with all of this other stuff that was actually still happening, but going unacknowledged for, you know, a good portion of my life. So bringing my awareness to my body is absolutely going to activate the emotions that the body's just been coping with, right? And most people have been taught that when I feel emotions, there's a problem. Stepping into evolution of communication by becoming aware and uh, intimately familiar with your senses, with your instrument, it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage because you get to see the things that have been denied, sometimes for lifetimes. This is what we call healing, right? Because it is. And there's a remarkable simplicity to healing, which is to let yourself see things as they are. Remarkably simple, but not always easy. And not always easy because for millennia, humans have been taught that the strength to endure the outside world is actually like the most important thing. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just stepping into evolution, stepping into um, an open awareness of our communication with all of life. It takes the courage to see life, how it actually feels, and give you know this much space to not call it a problem. Like, promise yourself, I'm going to take 30 seconds, 30 seconds, and not call it a problem. And after 30 seconds, maybe I'll decide it's a problem again. But one little blip of the true awareness of the communication of life moving through you, the awareness that life is not a problem, there's a sense to that. Life will communicate the truth of that to you when you are available to it. And making yourself available to it is the willingness to feel what you actually feel in your body. To, act, to notice the sensations. If I'm sad or frustrated, where is the body communicating that? How do I know it's sad and frustrated, you know? Often we've got this feel, this sense or identification with it that it's somewhere out there, 
you know, that I have a sixth sense that cracks me up. There, there are five big senses and one other that lumps everything else together. <laughs> senses, you know, we, we've defined our senses as these five things, plus one, the sixth sense, so that we can put a label on it so we can study it, and that's great. But what if sense, senses, it's the same thing as awareness? And you have limitless capacity for awareness. Limitless capacity for awareness. We just need to let the mind know that, you know what, we're going to play with awareness today and we're going to let that information come through the body just so that we have a, a frame, we've got a foundation. We've got a way to relate to information that isn't up in the in the ethers and non you know barely conceptual the mind wants concepts let's honor the mind and let's tell the mind here's where we stay with our foundation but all of life is already communicating mind just watch what the body actually feels like and let's not give ourselves a quiz at the end of the day. Let's start to explore it and just watch how it feels when we do. That's communication. And when you're playing that way, you are actually communicating with all of life from your own unique presence. You're communicating, here I am, here's what it's like to be me, Here's what I'm playing with today. Here's where I'm headed with it. Here's what I'm still a little bit afraid of. Here's what totally lights me up. Here's what I'm wondering. And here are the places that I'm not aware of yet. All of that's being communicated just because you're alive. Everybody around you is communicating these things just because we are alive. So, when we give ourselves the tools and the assistance and the permission and the opening and the, the opportunity to listen to life communicating that way, and we forego judgment for that, that long, we forego calling it a problem for that long, then your innate system, your technology, your body, your mind, processors, the way the system works, starts providing you with clarity. Most people would call that intuition, right? Or they would call it psychic, or they'll call it clairsentient, or they're words, words, words. But before all those words happened, somebody was feeling their body. Before all of those labels happened, people had the courage to notice what was actually going on in their body and if it was emotions, to free themselves of the emotions so that they had more space to feel. All of this and more shall you do. So, let's just give the mind a little information that says, hey, there's a ton of communication from humanity and all of life all around the world. It starts with a willingness 
to be intimately familiar with your own body. So let's just start in baby steps or use the modalities you've already learned. Use what you, please, gosh, it all starts with what you already know. Nothing I'm saying is meant to like teach you something you don't know. It's simply illuminating what you do know in ways you might not have thought of before because we have not really been encouraged to think simply. And life is simple. Love is simple. The universe in all of its complexity is remarkably simple. And we find the simplicity and feel the simplicity when we are willing to engage with our own systems. All this talk, you know, you are a fractal holographic aspect of the universe or you are an aspect of creator. You are an as a divine and unique aspect of source, right? If that's true, I want to know what that's about. If that's true, I want to feel that. If that's true, I want to know myself as that. And there is a remarkable simplicity called communication. So when we just let it, let life be communicating with us and us communicating with life and forego the judgment for a moment, forego the need to define, understand, and repeat what we were taught, forego the need for anybody else to see or sense or feel the same thing that I do, and instead start to truly play and honor how life is communicating with you, through you, and as you, you start to really know this amazing, intimate embrace with a truly benevolent universe. Fancy words. And don't take my word for it, truly. Go play with it. And if I'm wrong, if I'm missing something, come back and tell me because the whole reason I share all this with you is because it's fun, fun for me. And because this is how, how I have been shown to navigate life without the anxiety, without the overwhelm, and to navigate this world, which is still crazy full of con conflict and people still functioning unconsciously trying to get one over on each other, you know, or maybe consciously. Wall Street cracks me up. But to be able to navigate that world without giving myself away to it, you know? All the, the conditioning to be a consumer, uh, to be a, a, a productive member of society, all of that stuff was taught and trained and conditioned and we're teasing ourselves out of that now to be able to communicate through the heart. And the more we honor that the mind needs concepts, right? And we give the mind a new education, one that can often seem like it's coming from the polar opposite direction that it was taught originally. When we provide that kind of education for the mind, suddenly what we sense becomes incredibly relevant and it doesn't have to fit in a category called clairaudient, clairvoyant, blah, 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 psychic, shamanic, 
all that stuff. It's all relevant because they're all tools that help people understand. But what I'm sharing with you is this opportunity to just go boom, direct to your senses. And it starts with the willingness to acknowledge my systems already know this. My systems are already in place to function this way. I'm going to start getting more familiar with my systems very directly. And again, you know, wrapping up, but this is why for myself, I bring the animal kingdom into it. They live like this. They don't have the opportunity to deny themselves their sensory awareness. I mean, some of them do, if they go through enough trauma, just like people, their systems begin to shut down. That's not what I'm talking about, though. What I'm talking about is that the, the bodily system is innately designed to share and receive communication from all of life. And when each individual empowers themselves to operate with an intimate awareness of that connection, you are suddenly connected to all of humanity and your heart is felt by all of humanity. It's a concept that's a lot bigger than you know some people's minds want to go to, but it's true. You know, explore it, report back, but you have just as much opportunity to be on that exploration as I do. And what if that exploration is the next technological revolution? And we just end up using the tools we've already created in the physical world to interact with one another. But to be aware of yourself, to be aware of the tools that you have innately, to be aware of how it feels that all of life feels you. You can call that spiritual. It's been called spiritual. That's fine. But how about we start calling it normal? How about we start calling it real? How about we start actually acknowledging that none of this other stuff would be happening if we weren't actually communicating with life and receiving ideas insight inspiration and what does that feel like like how about we start actually acknowledging how life lives itself this is just you know just kind of a beginning so um it's just fun i could go on for days <laughs> maureen hello thank you for being here Oh, and Lee, hello. Thank you, so, oh, thank you so much for being here, Lee. It's an honor to have you guys all here. And Robin, hi, Robin. Curtis, thank you for all that you do, Curtis. You're amazing. You're tireless assistance for people in need. Jill, hi, and Frank. Daniel, Mirka, I love you. Barb, Barb, nice to see you. Awesome. Julie, Jane, hello, Megan, and Steve. Thank you so much for being here again. Karen, hello, gorgeous. Joseph, I love seeing you too. Ah, Anthony, nice to see you. And Katrina and Jim again, you guys. 
everybody, thank you. Thank you to everybody at PPC um, for the opportunity to share these ideas. You know, um, it cracks me up because I, I have this use of words and blah, 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 blah. Um, but what I hope is through, through everything that I'm sharing, you actually start playing with the tools that I share, mind, watch the body, breaking energy and an expansion, sensory tools that put you in direct awareness of the communication of life in direct awareness of your own presence. When you're listening to me, I hope you play, like you don't need, if you don't understand a word that I say, but you are feeling your own body while I'm talking, that's awesome. There, there will not be a quiz at the end of the day. All of this really is to guide and assist people to awareness of their own senses and the moment you're there, the moment your mind gets that all the real information is happening on, on these vibrational levels, I feel you. We feel each other. And it's still a rather unfamiliar feeling for most people. It goes unnoticed, but we call it love. So, let's play there. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Thank you so much for being here. And lots of love. There's a couple of links. I have a teleconference I'm doing on the 4th. That's energetic work, listening and healing for animals. And then the 9-week series starts on January 11th, which is an, it's an amazing series, 9 weeks that... Um, really accelerates you to this intimate awareness and gives you tools and guidance for how to navigate life this way. So I wish you the very best. Write to me if you have questions. Sign up for the, um, the little events and, and let's play because uh, the ripple effect of us playing together in these ways is what's changing the planet and you can actually feel that you know i'll say that and people go how do you know carrie it's because you feel it so